Running has literally been proven to improve attention and cognitive function. It increases the flow of oxygen and blood to the brain, which can help improve brain function and mental clarity. It also releases endorphins, which are chemicals in the brain that can help improve mood and reduce stress. Running can also improve symptoms of being impulsive and being hyperactive. Hello everyone, this is Sam Brighter and I'm the founder of Run Brighter, a digital running community meant to educate, motivate, and entertain beginner runners and runners who struggle with consistency, see all the mental and physical benefits running provides. I've been coaching runners both in person and digitally for five years, but have been running both competitively and casually for 14 years. The Run Brighter podcast gives me the opportunity to bring on guests to share their running journeys and running advice. I assure you, listening to this podcast will make you want to run and follow your journey as the conversations in this episode will send signals to your mind that even when it's cold, you're sore, tired, or going through something, that a run is still well worth doing. All right. Well, welcome to another episode in the Run Brighter podcast. This is episode number 32, and we're going to have a quick solo episode where I'm going to be opening up to the community about something that has really affected me in my life, but that running has truly made a huge difference, and in my opinion, has fully solved for me. And if you didn't happen to check out my episode of the Run Brighter podcast where I talked about my New Year's resolutions, something that I'm really passionate about doing in 2023 is to do more storytelling and be more vulnerable, opening up about things in my life where running has really made a difference, as well as getting in front of people that have these stories to tell too. When I was in third grade, I was actually diagnosed with both ADD, attention deficit disorder, as well as auditory processing disorder. Now, we're hearing the name ADD, ADHD thrown out a lot more today than it was back when I was diagnosed. And the reasons why that we're hearing it more, I think it's just more normalized for people to actually go to doctors and check it out. I don't really know the reason, but regardless, it was something that there were other students around me that were diagnosed with those learning disabilities, but it was not nearly as common as it is now. But for those who don't know what ADD is, it's a condition that affects a person's ability to focus and pay attention simply. It is characterized by symptoms such as difficult staying focused on tasks, difficulty following through on instructions, and difficulty paying attention to details. And so naturally, going through school and not being able to focus on details when a teacher is lecturing you about a world war or how to do a math problem can certainly result in some setbacks. And what auditory processing disorder, it's more simply an audio issue. So when someone is speaking to you, you really have trouble both paying attention, but also remembering it. You also have a lot of trouble staying organized. Speech issues are common. So as far as some struggles with that, it was as simple as struggling with tests, struggling to keep my binder organized. When I was given instructions during a lab, during a science class, that was always really difficult for me. Reading was super challenging. I would read a couple pages of a book and be like, what did I just read? Not everything was difficult though. I was someone that if it was a topic I was interested in, I could pay attention. And the way that I would, would be thinking about something that I wanted to contribute. I was always someone that liked to volunteer. I was really good with group projects and speaking in front of the class. I was good with math and formulas, but I struggled with memorizing definitions of words, vocabulary. Overall, when I look back at how I did academically, I was an average student that put in well more than average work. With the work ethic I had, if I had a brain that didn't have ADD and auditory processing disorder, I truly think that I would have been a straight A student every semester. But I was a B plus student at the end of the day, but I am proud of the success I had considering the disability that I struggled with. I was really lucky to be given a lot of resources that I truly think made a big difference. And I do have to thank my parents for really getting involved and making sure that I was given those resources. 
So at a young age, I was given something known as an FM trainer, which for those who don't know is essentially a speaker where the teacher has a microphone and it connects to the FM trainer and you're able to hear her at a much larger volume, of course, because it's coming out of a speaker. If I wasn't using that, I was sitting in the front row of my class. I was given all the notes that the teacher was presenting after the class, which I, they might do more now with more remote work, but still, like at the time, we had to handwrite all our notes. So I was given a copy of that so I could pay attention rather than having to write down and listen. I was also given extra time during exams where I would get like time and a half, I think was the name. So if an exam was 60 minutes, I would get like 90 minutes. I remember I, I, had, I would have to leave the room before every exam and go to a separate room. And I also got extra help in certain subjects such as reading, speech, and I would also go to like a resource room where other students like me that had those learning disabilities would go and meet and essentially use it as a way to study for exams, learn how to become more organized. I definitely was someone that was really embarrassed and constantly felt like people outside of my close circle of friends were judging me for this. There were a couple jokes thrown at me here and there, but I wouldn't say I was heavily bullied by any means. I think a lot of it was me just being hard on myself, but I think that could even be worse. Being in your own mind and thinking that people are looking at you low and that you're not good enough. Being in a school that was so academically driven, because my school I grew up in, academics came first. It was, there are some schools that sports and academics go hand in hand, maybe sports or more, but I grew up in a school that academics was really important. The scores that you got on your exams, Everyone would talk about it, but really most of my struggles came from third to eighth grade. And from ninth grade on, I really got in a spot where I didn't need those services. I told my parents that I'm no longer utilizing them and that I wanna be a regular student in the classroom and that I'm willing to put in the hard work. But I had something that wasn't chemical that helped me, which is running, which we'll talk about how in a moment. But yeah, so it's important to know from third to eighth grade, as far as how active I was, I was always semi-active, always enjoying competitive sports, basketball, baseball, football, whatever it may be. Just team sports was really my main focus and always at like an intramural level. I was never on like a school team or anything like that. But I remember things got really rough in seventh grade. Academically, it was just a struggle. And I was putting a lot of pressure on myself to thrive academically. So I ended up going to the doctor and getting prescribed both with Vyvanse and Adderall. Now there are many different medications that someone can get prescribed for ADD, for auditory processing disorder. There's Ritalin and other drugs that are out there, but I knew nothing about these medications. I just assumed it was the solution to my problem and I was being advised that it was a good idea to take it. And I don't know how long I actually took it. My guess is somewhere between three to nine months, a pretty big range, but I remember I would go to lunch and my mom would pack me a bag and I would throw out my lunch every day and I didn't want to tell her I wasn't eating lunch because I knew she would be really annoyed. But I was a little bit chubby as a kid up until seventh grade. And then once I started getting on Adderall and Vyvanse, I lost a bunch of weight naturally because Adderall and Vyvanse, they're both stimulants. And stimulants essentially, the way that they work with your brain is that it tells your brain that you don't need food as much as you normally do. And so I would do like a full day intermediate fasting unintentionally where I would just eat dinner and that was it. But I didn't realize it was because of the Adderall and Vyvanse. I just didn't think I was hungry, so I wouldn't eat. Grades were going up. I was looking skinny. Girls started talking to me. You'd think that it would be the perfect life, right? But it wasn't. The medication has a lot of serious side effects. And for me, the side effects didn't work well for me. I was definitely somewhat depressed. I looked at the world in a different way. I wasn't as positive. The world just looked a lot more gloomy to me and I wasn't excited about my future. I just felt very down in the dumps, but I'm fairly confident that it was all side effects of being on Adderall. 
And I know that because after I got off the medication, I started feeling good again. I started laughing a lot more and having more fun and having better relationships socially with friends and family and all that good stuff. But then I had to up my services again and struggle again academically. And I gained back some of that weight that I had lost. But I carried on and got through seventh and eighth grade. And then ninth grade came and I made it to high school and signed up for cross country. Now let's note in eighth grade, that was the first time I really took up running. And I did track and field, but I was running very minimally. I would go to practices, do some sprints and stretches. I ran a couple races at a really poor level. I don't think I ran a mile under 10 minutes at that point in my life. But going into high school and go having the opportunity to run cross country was something I was really excited about because I knew I liked to run, but I was also just really excited about being part of like a big team in high school, a good community, kids of all ages, and that I'd have the ability to see measurable improvement. And I had my struggles with running, tons of them, which we could talk about in another episode. But even with those struggles and wanting to quit several times that freshman year, was that I got to high school and the work level was more challenging, but I was starting to slowly see changes in my academic mindset. Going to class and taking notes and paying attention and not getting those notes handed to me felt a lot more natural. Reading a book was a bit easier to do. Doing well on exams was not as challenging. Running gave me the opportunity to do a couple things. It one gave me the opportunity to clear my mind. It also gave me the opportunity to think, which is weird to say, but when you are someone who struggles with these learning disabilities, your mind really tends to scatter a lot and it's hard to actually pay attention in the moment to what someone is saying, which makes it hard academically, it makes things hard socially, it makes things hard when you're being coached. But running allowed me to one, clear out all the things that were going in my mind circling around at once that I was thinking through, but also gave me time to slow things down and think about one thing at a time, which when you have ADD is very difficult to do. Running has literally been proven to improve attention and cognitive function. It increases the flow of oxygen and blood to the brain, which can help improve brain function and mental clarity. It also releases endorphins, which are chemicals in the brain that can help improve mood and reduce stress. Running can also improve symptoms of being impulsive and being hyperactive. It provides an outlet for excess energy, which can help to reduce feelings of restlessness and being fidgety. It also helps to improve self-regulation and focus as running requires mental effort to maintain a consistent pace and stay on track. Running also helps improve sleep, which is crucial for people with ADD as poor sleep can exacerbate symptoms. So this is really what made such a big impact on me. Going out there and running a speed workout on a track, as well as going in the trails and being with nature, this all just gave me feelings of absolute happiness, of pride. And not only that, I was with a team of people who were mentors to me, were friends to me, who were help supporting me, whether it was in the classroom or to PR my next race. And on that topic of PRing my next race, to see measurable improvement in something that you're working towards in life is just a way to simply feel good about yourself. You feel good about yourself, well, guess what? You're gonna see impacts in different buckets of your life. You feel like shit, you're not able to pay attention, you're struggling to focus, and you don't have something to get you out of that, well, guess what? That's only gonna continue, it's not gonna disappear. So like I said, ninth grade on, no services, Listen, I wasn't an incredible student. I went to Ohio University, which is not the toughest school to get into by any means. But I'll tell you this, in college, my freshman year, I was running a decent amount. Sophomore year, my first semester, I wasn't running a lot. And I'm not gonna lie, I did go back on Adderall. 
but I was taking it more in moderation, which you're not supposed to do, but I will admit that I was doing that. And it allowed me to really see benefits in my academics again. But then I started having those feelings of being slightly depressed and struggling mentally. And then I picked up running again throughout college and my cognitive ability improved. After college, stopped running a little bit. Then I ended up entering the workforce, working 65 hours a week. I had to take a big exam. That was a struggle for me. But guess what? I got back into running after about a year post-grad, and I started feeling good mentally. And when we talk about my professional life right now, it's better than ever. I've been promoted several times in my career. I'm in a job that I'm really thrilled to have. And not only am I working a 45-hour week for my full-time job, but I'm creating a brand on the side. I am creating content at scale, probably spending another 20 to 25 hours a week on Run Brighter. If I didn't have running in this equation, there's no way I would be performing well and hitting my quota on a monthly basis for my job. There's no way that I'd be able to have this brand on the side. I definitely wouldn't be a good podcast host. There are so many areas where running has helped me mentally. And I truly think that, yes, I was born with a mental disability that made my life hard. And listen, if medication works for you, then continue doing it. I'm not here to tell someone that they should be on medication or off medication. But what I'm telling you is that if you are someone that wants to get into running and maybe you're struggling to get into it and hey, maybe you're on medication to help with your focus and your attention and it's not making you feel good, maybe you're sharing some of those side effects, then you have to, have to, if you have the ability to, give running a shot. It has made an absolute stunning impact in my life and essentially is the number one reason why I will never stop running for as long as I humanly can. Yes, running allows me to be physically fit and not be overweight, but bigger picture is your brain. We only get one of them, and it is the absolute most important thing we have that allows us to feel good, to do good, and running is really what allows what is a broken wire in my brain to be reattached and really just allow me to be the best version of myself and really run a brighter life. I think there's other things that you can do. I truly think any aerobic fitness that you're doing consistently and that you are seeing measurable improvement with and that you can be involved with a community with as well. Those three aspects I think are important. But I want to encourage you, if you are someone that has struggled to stay consistent with running, go in with this mindset that if you are someone that wants a clearer mind or that you want to be able to pay attention more, you want to be more organized, running might just solve that problem. For me, it did. If you are a beginner runner, I want to help you and I want to do it for free. Not only do I come out with free content across multiple social platforms, but I do as well give fully free and custom running plans to anyone in the Run Brighter community who wants one. How do you get into the Run Brighter community? Well, you're in it because you're listening to this episode, so congratulations. So what I want you to do is go to my website. That's runbrighter.com, R-U-N-B-R-E-I-T-E-R. Dot com. I want you to click on the free running plan button. I want you to schedule time on my calendar with me. It's going to be me, not anyone else. And what we're going to do is we're going to talk for 30 minutes. We're going to understand your goals about running, why running is important to you, what you'd like to see as a result of running. And I'll create you a plan that is custom to you. Maybe you want to run every day. Maybe you want to run once a week. Maybe you struggle with injury. Maybe you struggle with consistency. Maybe it's the weather. I want to have a conversation and understand what it is that you're struggling with running, put together a plan that is realistic for you, that you'll be able to stay consistent with, and that you'll see as many of the benefits that running comes with, whether that's mental, physical, or fulfillment-based benefits. But again, thank you for listening to the episode. 
As always, don't forget to run brighter, and we'll be back again with more here real soon. Thank you so much for listening or watching this episode. Run Brighter Podcasts are hosted both on all major podcast platforms as well as YouTube. Other great content can be found on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. My DMs are wide open. No questions, a stupid one. Ask me for any running tip or advice. I give fully free custom running plans where I meet with people for free and create a personal plan for free. This isn't a 30-day trial. Try to offer me money, and I'll tell you to F off. All I ask for is two things. Engage with my content. Subscribe, leave likes, comments, share, all that good stuff. What this allows is more people to find the show and will allow for higher quality content. Two is that if you find value here and you know someone that would also find value, please tell them surrounding yourself around people who are mentally and physically healthy is contagious. And that runner's high ain't a bad thing to catch.